I'd like to introduce uh, Kevin and Heidi Chang. They come to us from uh, Central City, um, and I, I'll let them share a little more, a few more details about them. But I'm really looking forward to this. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. Good morning. So good to be with you here, Kevin and Heidi Chang from Central City. And uh, however, my husband is not originally from Central City. He came from Taiwan and uh, to attend Nebraska Christian, but he will share that story with you because when he came over, he had no idea where he was coming. He had these big dreams of coming to New York City, and he arrived in Central City. Uh, he did not know Nebraska was a state. He did not know Christian was a religion, and God put him right here. And uh, God has given him amazing gifts. He's been a guest soloist as a pianist with the Lincoln Symphony Orchestra at the Lead Center, with the Hastings Symphony, and with the Kearney Symphony. And so towards the end, he will kind of give a snippet of God's gift to him and his passion. You may have seen him at the Performing Arts Center in Central City. He has put together an orchestra there, and all uh, we met through music. We'll share that story too, but how God has given us the heart to use music as a channel for Christ and for the gospel. So we're very thrilled to be with you here this morning and throughout the morning. We want you to be a part of this. So we've incorporated a congregational hymn into it as well as we want to point you to Christ with all of this music. This is not ultimately about us, but about God. So we are grateful to be with you here, and uh, we wanted to just set this whole time with a passage of scripture that summarizes everything that will be communicated through the music. It's Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. With all of this, it paints a picture of me, uh, to me of Paul and Silas and what they did when they were put through persecution and suffering. They sang. And so we're hoping this morning, wherever you are in your life story, this will be a time of encouraged hope in Christ, of uh, putting a song in your heart, even though you may be going through a trial in your life. So the focusing song for this morning will be a well-known, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart.
So, in that passage of Scripture, Romans 5, 1 through 5, it talked about hope. What kind of hope is this? Uh, The next piece we'll share with you is, In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is the author of all hope. And what is this hope all about? It's about that through Jesus, our lives are transformed. We're turned from darkness into light, from death to life. This speaks everything about hope and the hope of salvation that we have the opportunity to bear every single day as vessels of Christ. So here is, in Christ alone my hope is found.
as we share these songs, we want you to also reflect, and later Kevin will share his story, we want you to reflect how you came to know Jesus, especially with this next one, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, and we want to invite you, I believe it's number 107, number 107 in your hymnals, or if you know it by heart, you're, you are welcome to join us in that way too, and um God works in amazing ways to bring us to know Jesus. For Kevin, it was actually through hunting. I think you'll find his testimony very interesting. Before we get there, here's Amazing Grace. Your story of amazing grace. I can't wait till we reach heaven and we all get to share our stories for hundreds of years of how we came to know our blessed Savior. To connect with this next one. This one, you will know this wonderful great hymn as blessed assurance Jesus is mine. It says in Psalm 112 verse 7, surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast trusting in the Lord based on who God is. We can be sure that our salvation is sure. It's we are, our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And that is something that we can rejoice in many times, though we have doubts. Does God still love me? These trials are happening in my life. You know, is God really with me? But we know, based on God's character, God never changes, that yes, 
His salvation is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we can rejoice together with this next one. Blessed assurance. And we know this from 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. assurance Jesus is mine and how does that take place there is a hymn and I'm just gonna read the first verse there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains amen so here is there is a fountain
And now, prior to Kevin's story, here is one more that I hope you can also identify with. So we've kind of gone through songs that reflect the gospel and salvation and the hope we have in Christ. And if you picture this, we were taken from death to life and we can stand before the throne of God unashamed, clothed in the righteousness of Christ. And so we can all but say, Alleluia, what a Savior. First of all, I want to thank everyone for coming here today to worship the Lord with us. So as uh, Heidi mentioned, I'm going to share my story, how I ended up coming to Nebraska. Eight years ago, I graduated from a little junior high school in Taiwan, and there you have to apply to go to high school. So after I took my national exam, our family was waiting for the um, junior high school to inform us when to apply for the music conservatory, which start in high school there. So uh, we wait and uh, we wait and wait till we miss the deadline. When the uh, music conservatory go out and recruit a uh, junior high school student, they don't come to a little school like where I came from. So our family simply didn't have a clue when to apply. So at that point, we decided we would give the school in America a try. So we went to this agency that have connection with all kinds of school here and we didn't have any clue what's their difference so we picked Nebraska Christian 
out of the blue. I didn't know Nebraska is a state, and I did not know Christian is a religion either. So um, there I came to, um, flew into Lincoln, Nebraska, 3 o'clock in the morning. And my only image of uh, America is so from Hollywood, uh, loaded with skyscraper, but there was hardly any in Lincoln. So, um, and then I got to uh, Central City, and uh, the, in a few hours, uh, the sunlight came out, and I look out the dorm room window. There was nothing but cornfield. So... Um, the next day, the uh, school start, and the uh, Nebraska Christian School start out with Bible class, no matter which grade. And uh, that was not the first time I heard Jesus, because back in Taiwan, I heard uh, my family attend a uh, Christian church all throughout my junior high school three years. And we, uh, we attended church only because there was free lunch afterward. So that kept us going uh, for that long. Bible talks about people have eyes, they do not see, people have here they do not hear, and um, that was exactly uh, the place I was. Uh, I sat through hundreds of sermons, never learned one thing who Jesus is. So um, after sitting through Nebraska Christian School for uh, the first semester, I learned just enough so I can pass the Bible class. But every year uh, during Christmas, they do this, the um, Festival of Lesson and Carol. I imagine some of you here probably heard it before. It's pretty amazing what they can uh, put together in a little town in Central City. And um, for that event, they always rent a Steinway piano. And anybody knows about piano, Steinway is the um, best of the best. There's no other piano better than that. So I was playing the piano after the concert was over, and there came a local farmer named Dave. And um, Dave came and uh, talked to me uh, uh, after he heard me play a few pieces on the piano. And Dave asked me, would you like to... Uh, somewhere the conversation started out with music, but it changed to guns. I could s- still not remember how they happened. But the farmer asked me, would you like to do some shooting? So I thought, well, I never touched any firearms, so I will give it a shot. So a week later, the farmer took me out on his farm, and the first time I touched a firearm was AK-47. So... Um, that got me uh, hooked into shooting, and pretty soon I started to call him every week to a- ask him to take me out uh, shooting. And another semester quickly went by, and I went back home to Taiwan for the summer, and I came back as a junior in high school. Somebody in Central City uh, gave me a bow and arrow. Actually, it was the pastor there in Central City. And, um, and so I started to go out hunting. And uh, if any of you knows about hunting season, it starts out 1st of September and doesn't end till end of de- December. But I never practiced before I go out. So as you can imagine, my season lasts forever because I can't hit a thing. So um, every Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I will call this farmer up. And uh, Nebraska Christian School did not have um, a school on Monday. So every week, three, three days a week, I will call this farmer, Dave, 5 o'clock in the morning. And imagine putting yourself in that situation. A stranger called you 5 o'clock in the morning asking you to take him out hunting. And so um, that uh, that took uh, that happened for about the period of four months because I called him every week till I got a deer almost on the last day of the season. But um, Bible talks about um, love is patient, love is kind. Right there, it is uh, a great example of um, this man Dave showing me uh, what what it means to be a true follower of Jesus. Every time when he take take me out hunting from the school. Uh, to the hunting blind by the river, that drive of 10 minutes, he's telling me who Jesus is. 
And that was the first time somebody uh, sharing Jesus with me, along with uh, lots of uh, kindness and uh, love. Bible talks about in the book of James, I will show my face through my works. And um, if, um, Bible talks about even even if I have faith to mo- remove the m- mountain, but if I have not love, it is nothing. It is one of uh, the uh, hardest thing for um, evangelical today uh, when they go out and share the gospel. A lot of time we expect we will go out and share the gospel to someone and that atheist is going to fall on his knee and worship God. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. It Sometimes it may take up to four months and have to get out five o'clock three days a week for a period of uh, four months to convince somebody who Jesus is. And so um, I would love, love to encourage every one of you here. It is um, every one of us our duty to sh- uh, share the gospel with uh, our neighbor and friend. But it's also important when we share that there is um, something to come along, uh, some kinds of action to come along with the words that to show that you are a true follower of Jesus. And um, just one hour out of each week, you can take somebody out for dinner or maybe invite that person to come to your house. And most importantly, you can invite that person to come to church with you. And that's how the church, uh, church function and, and to help the church growth. If you can just, um, just look around, there has to be hundreds and hundreds of people. Just our neighborhood alone, there are, uh, along the trailer park that we live close by, there is hardly anybody that goes to church. But it takes somebody like every one of you to invite that person to come to church so that that person can hear the uh, gospel of Jesus. And then through that, uh, through that action of love, God will greatly use you. And so that's the, uh, at the end of my junior year, I gave my life to Jesus, be- Jesus because of this person who come into my life and share um, more than uh, merely words, but uh, lots of kindness and love. So, that's a uh, story in a nutshell how I came to know uh, Jesus, and I will let Heidi finish the rest of the story, how God brought us together. So, as you can imagine, we met through music. I wonder how that happened. So, I actually, in college, studied occupational therapy, and I had no intentions of really picking up music again. I studied it in high school, uh, but afterwards, people convinced me to re-enter the Kearney Symphony, and so I did, and that's where I met Kevin, because he was trying to assemble his own symphony, uh, fundraise $13,000, hire the Lincoln Symphony conductor, and bring a performance to the Central City Performing Arts Center, also that he could share the gospel with others. I was deeply impressed. And I said, Lord, I would love to get to know this guy a little bit more. And so I did. I ran into him, and he gave me a musician's contract to be in his symphony. I was thrilled, and so I signed it as soon as I could and returned it to him. Now, what he didn't tell me was that in between the lines, it was also a marriage contract. So, uh, but... I didn't, I didn't think of that too soon. I just said, Lord, you know, whatever, however you write our story is fine with me. I just want to get to know him better. Now, you heard he loves to hunt. My family loves to take the results, and we have for years. We take them venison no one else wants. So guess what? He shows up at my door with a dead buck you just hit with his car. Now, mind you, we had never done anything together before, okay? This was like a first date experience. And so I I happily accept the free meat, but then he asked this, 
I haven't cleaned it yet. Do you mind to help me? So that was the first thing we ever did as a couple was clean a deer. Let me tell you, it's a test of true love. And uh, but apparently he was impressed. I'm glad because I worked hard. And uh, God brought us together, and so th- we did. We followed that with many other such romantic things necessarily. But uh, we got married July 7th, 2018, and we have actually been doing this music ministry for almost a year now, traveling all over Nebraska. And we play at nursing homes, assisted living homes, and also bring uh, God's gift to local churches as well as churches all over Kansas and Minnesota as well. So this is God's calling to us, and we are seeking to follow that calling. And thank you so much for being a part of that this morning. So you, uh, we don't want to keep you waiting. We're going to present some more music to you, a little bit of gospel bluegrass. This first one is, and if you're a hand clapper or a toe tapper or however you enjoy that, uh, this is known as Washed in the Blood, a great gospel hymn.
And now to one of our favorites. This is known as Power in the Blood. piece I'm going to play is a piece by Chopin and um, just want to share something interesting for uh, um, for you to hear a lot of time when we when we call different churches and um, um, and uh, share about our music ministry the first thing is the the pastor or whoever catch the phone call the very first question they always ask is um, what kind of music you play and uh, often we, we we answer them we play sacred music and uh, classical m- music most of the uh, reaction when they hear classical music is do you mean classic country or classic rock <laughs> and so um, we are we are glad to uh, to uh, that a lot of churches has o- uh, have opened door for us to let us share um, classical music because that is one of the one of the genre that a lot of, especially Western, anywhere west of Grand Island, asking people who who is um, if if they know who Chopin is 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 uh, one of the uh, probably the most profound question they've been asked when we mention that we play a music by Chopin because most of them only knows who John Denver is.
that piece I just played is called Black Key, and there is a movie about. Uh, the, is the title of the movie is called The Secret, and it's actually filmed by a Taiwanese actor. And in the middle of the movie, there's a piano battle, and the uh, pianist played that piece and transformed it into white keys. And when I was young, I used to thought that is amazing. He can trans uh, transform the uh, he can uh, move the keys, transpose it right away into uh, white keys, and so. One day,、uh, when I finally was able to learn this piece,、uh, this piece has six flat. And if any of you knows about music, there's flat and sharp. And most of the time, it implies that you play、uh, on the black key on the piano. So the、uh, transformation of black key to white key is very, actually, very simple. If you ignore O six flat, then the piece automatically turns into white keys. So,、uh, the, and the last piece I'm going to share today is a、um, piece of、uh, another piece of music by Chopin. It's the ballad, and this、um, music is also actually played in a film called The Pianist. It's about a Jewish man running for his、uh, running for his life during the war.、Uh, during the war, and the,、uh, when one day when he was looking for food, he ran into this Nazi uh, uh, soldier, and then the Uh, luckily, the soldier asked him, "What What did you used to do for a living?" And he told the、um, Nazi, "I used to be a pianist." And under the same building that he ran into this Nazi man, there was a piano, and he played this piece by Chopin, and that was the piece that saved his life. And it was not just music; it's actually a true story.
Aaron for allowing us to come and share this morning and uh, we did want to mention we have a Facebook page Kevin and Heidi Chang C-H-E-N-G we would love if you would visit and like our page and that's where we put all of our upcoming concerts and everything so we would very much appreciate that also, we do come and do this by free will donation. This is what God has called us to do. And so um, for the offering later, we, we would just uh, so appreciate your gifts. And uh, this is how we keep food on our table and gas in our car to keep us going to the next place. So thank you so much for this morning. And uh, we very much look forward to seeing you sometime again. God bless you. Both of you. 
Um, we're going to uh, collect an offering now. Um, uh, we're going to do a regular offering. The baskets will be passed for those. Um, there is a basket in the back if you would like to uh, and feel led to contribute for Kevin and Heidi. Um, we'd greatly appreciate it, and uh, um, we want to give thanks. Um, just a couple notes. Um, if you are a visitor with us, do not feel obligated to give. Um, this is for those who call York Evangelical Free Church their church home. And let's pray for our worship, for our giving time. Father, we want to worship you because all that we have, all that we are, belongs to you. And thank you for being so generous with us. May we be generous with others. And may we show your love through, um, through uh, even financial resources that you have provided. We thank you for your faithfulness. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. who are going to be serving communion uh, come up. I just need one or two folks and then uh, we will do that. So we celebrate communion here um, as a way to remember the gospel, to proclaim the gospel. Actually, that's what one of the passages of Scripture about communion says. And I'm going to read for, for us from 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Where Paul writes this, For I received, this is verse 23, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You proclaim the gospel until he comes. So we're going to pass out the bread and take that together, and then we'll pass out the cup and take that together. So would you pray with me? Thank you, Jesus, for providing your body and allowing it to be broken for our sakes and for the joy that was set before you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Let's take this and eat in remembrance of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blood, which was shed for us, for the forgiveness of our sins. May we drink it in remembrance of you. Let's drink this together in remembrance of our Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that in your Son's broken body and blood we have salvation. And we get to proclaim that every time we eat this bread and drink this cup together. Thank you for your faithfulness and your eagerness to provide for us even though the cost was very, very, very high. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for worshiping with us this morning. Thank you very much, Kevin and Heidi, for leading us. and May God bless you in your ministry as you you go from here. Um, Let's stand together as we um, are dismissed. I want to read to us a blessing from God's Word. It's kind of along the themes that we've been talking about this morning, both with church multiplication, um, disciples, and um, seeing people come to faith, and worshiping, 
having our lives being that of worship in music or whatever we are called to do. First, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. May God bless you this week. May you go with that good message of reconciliation. Thank you. You are dismissed.